Greetings. We are business and bullshit. Hey, coworkers. Hey, coworkers. Hi. We are three women, three perspectives, one podcast. I am Amber Nicole. I'm Isis J. I'm Tina Latrice. Yes. And we're acknowledging that we know season two is upon us. And it is time for us to record, make new shows, new content. And we are also saying that life, this season has been life. And so we are doing a show so you can see how we check in, how we engage in this sisterhood with each other, because we are not just podcast co-hosts. We are friends and most importantly, honoring Black sisterhood. So we're going to jump right into that conversation. First question today is what makes this podcast different what makes business and bullshit unique or special from other podcasts i'll take the first one so hey co-workers i'm isis j um what makes our podcast different is we don't necessarily have like a central theme what i mean by that is you have some podcasts that focus on like historical things you have some podcasts that are strictly um, about women's issues um lgbtq um, issues and for our podcast it's just it's the roll of the dice so we may have one week where we talk about relationships. We may have another week where we get into politics. We may have another week where we do social justice. Um, it's business and bullshit. And then, you know, we'll we'll do games and different things like that. And so um, I like that we have a variety and we're not limited to just one thing um, to contribute at all times. So that's what I like about our podcast is we have a variety. So that, I think that's what make, makes our podcast. I can dig it. Tina? You want to go um, last, but. I have no idea, but okay. <laughs> um, what makes our podcast different is that we're able to show the various sides of Black women. Um, we are told three different women who have different interests, but yet we're able to show those, the hurt sides, the happy side, the educational side, the social justice side, of what black women is not, we are not a monolith. Is that what, the, that's the word, yep. right? <laughs> yep. yep. So that's what makes us different. <laughs> I think for me, it is very similar as far as all of those things. I think that it is, like, I absolutely love, um, well, one, I love the focus of black sisterhood. And I think that regardless of what the subject is, we try to bring that out. Like last season, even when we did sick and tired of being sick and tired, it was as a black woman being sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, and that was based off of the things that were going on in 2020. So I like that we talk about relevant issues, but not that the subject has to be specific to, you know what I'm saying, any one thing, like you were saying. We talk everything from things that happen in the news to things that we experience. I also really like the focus on vulnerability and, um, authenticity amongst each of us and the willingness to call that out um, or call that in, whatever that looks like for us. Uh, and if, even if if one of us is acting petty, you know, if that person can be the pettiest of the pettiest when they feel like it, like the ability to not only say that, but discuss. And I, I like that we don't sweep things under the rug. And I think that that comes across on and off air. So I think that's what makes it different. I can agree. Oh, all right. So that was good. So as y'all can see, we've got a lot of different things going. That's the three perspectives. All right. So 2021 is almost out of here. We are 
towards the end of November, the holidays, December is coming, 2022 is lurking around the corner. Um, so it's that time of year where we start reflecting. So um, Amber or Tina, whichever wants to take it first, what has 2021 taught you? What has 2021 taught you? Um, I'll take that. Um, mine has taught me to get ready for shifts. And when shifts happen, they will cause you to be uncomfortable and but it's okay and to be confident in everything that has been placed inside of you you have what you need and even if you're unsure that you have what you need do it anyway and do it scared um also that shift the shift is something else when the shift happens the shit happens when the shift <laughs> When the shit happens, that, that shift be with the shits. That shift be with the shits. Yeah, all the way. All I, the want way. You, I want you to know that I'm going to quote that on social media this week. When the shift happens, the shit happens because that's real. That's real. Real talk. Let me write that down. Man, it's it's something. Okay, so Amber, what has 2021? Oh, oh I was just turning it on because I wanted to capture some of that too, but uh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, thinking with my producer lens and stuff. Um, she said her producer lens. This is the realness, y'all. This is real. This is what we the do. Realness. They was having a whole private conversation, and I hit record because I'm like, and she, and she did. <laughs> And she did. So Tina, go on and finish your thoughts. Go on and finish your thoughts. We hear that. But like to, for people, my friends that have gone, now I'm gonna cry. I don't. But my friends that have been along on the journey with me that were there when I was crying in closets. Mess up this makeup after I just finished trying to put it on. Go ahead. I'm be troll. That I wanted to stop. That I didn't want to do it. That I couldn't feed my baby. And they proud of me. And then I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Our friends, people have been room for me and I'm I'm blessed. So First when the all, shift happens, it happens. The shit. <laughs> I mean, like, please know that you are a dope enough person that rooting for you is not only easy, but like it it, it feels like like a selfish win. Like, like, you know, how, like when Obama won, it was like, we won, because you know, we like the collective, but like you are purposefully so um open and caring and and loving for your community that I, when, when you win, I genuinely feel like I also won. And not just because I'm your friend. Like it's still like all of, even even the stuff that you may not even consider like the win-wins. Like that adultification of, of black girls um presentation that you just did, like the sheer joy that it brought my heart just because we are black women. We know how black girls are, you know what I'm saying? Like the adultification of black women. But to know that there is not only a presentation being done about it and that there is being done by somebody like you, like that to me was that that is what really, I don't know. I just thought it was really freaking cool. I don't even know whose event it was, but I was extremely confident that they were whoever they needed to be because you were willing to show up, you know, because you don't show up for people who aren't doing things with intentionality. So. Yeah. All right. I'm like, what is 2021 taught me? Um. 2021 has taught me that 
anything less than my whole self and my whole truth is so uncomfortable that I hate the feeling. I hate the feeling so much that I feel like I need to auto-correct and like, and like go back into the space where I was in myself and say, listen, this is my truth and go back and correct. You know what I'm saying? Even what was, what that was then. Um, 2021 has taught me it's okay. If I say like fat Joe, that yesterday's prices are not today's prices that I can value myself um, and there's nothing wrong with valuing myself. And it's like that TikTok, like if you broke, just say that, like to companies, that's what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I can say that, but the other part of that is I'm not doing it for just me. Like the work I do, I feel like I'm doing for my community. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a charge here because I know I'm going to pour it back into, you know what I'm saying here and, and not being afraid to ask for my worth. That's what 2021 has taught me. And, um, I feel like 2021 also has taught me real talk that I'm still learning what showing up for myself looks like. And that is, a, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a lesson that I still ain't learned, but I am learning. Um, but then too, that being a, a microphone passer and, and like sharing not only the opportunities, you know what I'm saying? But like, completely passing on opportunities gives me the exact same amount of joy as having to show up and I don't have to do the work. What? What? I can still get the joy and not do the work? You better quit. So <laughs> um, that's been a whole new level of, of excitement for me this year. Isis. Yeah. Uh, 2021 has taught me. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. And I also learned new eyeshadow techniques. I just want to jump. Go ahead. Oh, and she did. And her eyeshadow and is did. gorgeous. And, and she did. Right. Listen, because I'm watching right now. Y'all don't know that. So we're watching her makeup right now. Okay. Um, man, 2021 has taught me that I have to be uncomfortable. Um, and what that looks like is when you ask, you hear it all the time growing up in church. You know, you have to be ready. You have to, you know, when you when the harvest comes. Um, but what it has taught me and what they don't tell you, um, is that there is some discomfort in, in reaping the harvest because you have to make room. And when, when you make room, that means you have to let go of old thought patterns. Sometimes you have to let go of people or you have to make new agreements with them. Um, but you don't control how they respond to you. You can't control that. Um, and you have to, you have to be okay with that. Um, kind of something Amber said, when you are operating in new, in new thought patterns and new spaces and you try to go back to old ways, um, it doesn't work. And you will, you will, you will, <laughs> you will feel a tap and it's going to keep tapping at you until you get back to where you're supposed to be. Um, and I have to do some That's what we call it now, the tap? The tap. That's something my, that's something my therapist says is okay. what's tap, what's tapping at you. Um, 2021 has taught me that that's what 21, 2021 has taught me is, um, it's also okay to know that, you know, what you know, and to allow yourself the opportunities like, yes, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you get to do these things. You get to right. be tapped and, and, and do these interviews. You get to be tapped because you know what you know and what you don't know you're learning. Um, so it's taught me to 
walk in what I prayed for, to walk in <laughs> what what I said I, I wanted to walk in. Um, so a lot more confident, but I had to, I had to be uncomfortable first. Um, and so it's definitely been a year of growth. It's definitely been a year of opportunity. Um, it's definitely been a year of walking, just walking through and, and continuing to walk. That's what 2021 is about. Can somebody tell me when we get comfortable though? Like how long? Like, I feel like we can all three said about this uncomfort. Like when do we get comfortable? When does that part happen? When you get, I feel like when you feel, I feel for me, it was this feeling of not enough. And what I mean by that is mm -hmm. I knew that where I was, I was getting, for me, it, I was getting bored and um, it was, it was stagnant um, and I needed something different. And no, no, no. I mean, when do we get comfortable in these new levels? Like, oh, uh, like, that's a good like, question. I don't, how that's uncomfortable question. It I don't is. Know. Like we know we were uncomfortable not being our whole self, but I'm saying like, we keep now talking about the uncomfort of the leveling up. I just want to know when is the comfortable leveling up? Like, when does that ish happen? Like, because the that's, business um, is cool, but the bullshit of it is definitely getting me. I tell you to, me, to me, it's like, it's <laughs> like, um, I, what, I can't even remember that saying that like, it's like from, I don't know, heel to heel, mountain to mountain, or something like, I don't know. I'm trying to, I can't even think of it, but it's like, you, like with me, the uncomfortableness, uncomfortableness is like not feeling good enough and I'm moving to another, a different space. And am I good enough for that? And then once you get in the space and you like get, get in there, it's like, oh, okay, well, I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then it's another one. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you feel comfortable for a little bit and then another, another something comes. And then you're uncomfortable again. And then you have to have your friends around to remind you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to remind when you, think, you, you got this. You do. I mean, think about it just as our human development. Like when babies first start to walk, they wobble, you know, they fall down, but they get back up because they don't walk. Like we're going to walk and terrorize your house. Okay. Right. Um, and, you know, from each stage, from elementary to adolescence, you know, for some of us, we had acne breakouts and we had different emotional roller coasters. And some of us just had personality breakouts. Ain't you, know? <laughs> you know, so going through, you know, those different stages from elementary to, to middle school and then high school. And, and you know, so through, through each stage, we had to learn to, you know, maneuver. But that's a good question. When do you get comfortable in, in leveling up? Um, I think that's something you have to choose because it's so easy to get into that mindset of what if the shoe drops, especially if right. you've been in a position where the shoe drops. Right. Um, and I, I remember my old therapist told me, she said, so what happens? She's like, the shoe drops. You're going to keep walking. Yeah. Are you going to, so what? The shoe drops. Yeah. Are you going to allow yourself to stay frozen? Are you going to walk? Like, you got to, like, are you going to keep going forward just because this shoe dropped? And I was like, that was okay. That was one of those lessons, like you're saying, like it was someone saying, because I'm like, well, what if? And they were like, okay, well, what if? And for me, that is now how I play out anxieties. Like, sadly enough, I often think about the worst case scenario possible. And then like, and then I feel like sometimes I'm okay. Like, okay, if that's the worst case scenario, you know, then cool. And I mean, like, I, I'm absurd. So y'all know I like to go to the like, ups, like, 
even if I'm doing an event, if the right, if the worst case scenario is that I could fall off of the stage, break my neck, roll into the ground, something catch on fire, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, okay, well, that is the worst case scenario. Those things could happen, and then what? Then you, you know. Okay. There we go. I got you. Um, okay, next question. What are you most excited about um, in the year 2022? Becoming. Mm. Um, whatever that looks like. I am... I'm excited to continue the processes and journey of trying to become who I want to be or who I think I want to be and, and having unpacked or trying to unpack what that looks like for me and what I was told I had to be. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I think that's been what 2020 and 2021 looked like for me so much that in 2022, I am excited about who I'm supposed to be or who I plan to be as um, a budding and successful entrepreneur, um, a budding author or writer, a, a mother and um, and wife, because my husband and I are experiencing like new dynamics in that relationship. So like, I'm excited about 2022 and becoming. Um, I'll go next. So 2022 uh, will be a new decade for me. I will hit 40 in February. And so fabulous. And in February, fabulous 40. And so number one, I'm just like, when do we get here? But I'm excited because my mentors and ladies that have just blessed my life throughout the years, older women, you know, they told me they said something just unlocks in your 40s. And I'm starting to feel it now. But I'm excited about walking into this new decade. Um well, I can't remember what they said, but I know the F word was in there, but they're just like, it's just a new case of, you know, you just, just start to not care. And there's just this new level um, of fuck it. There you go. When you, when you get there, um, fuckable with it or something like that. I can't remember the whole word. Um, So I'm excited about my 40, about coming into my 40 um, and continuing to grow personally and professionally, getting out here in this dating world and, um, you know, who knows where things can go from there. Um, continuing to mother, I'll have a teenager, an official teenager. Um, and so um, I, I'm just excited about the possibilities that I allow myself um, to experience. Like I have to allow myself to experience these things. And so I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> like, come on 40, let's go. Let's go. Um, I would say I am excited about um, my mindset shift, the shift in my mindset. Um, um, I, you know, I, you know, you learn how to defense against the, the uh, shift. What you say? The shifts that's with the shits. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I realized yes. that there are certain mindsets that I've had that have kept that have blocked some things are kept me stagnant and um i've started to release those um i'm excited about um having more fun like 
fun. I've been relying on other people to have the fun for me or like they bring the fun. But hell, I'm fun too. So I'm going to be fun and kicking it and I'm going to date some and see what how that how that lasts, how that goes. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about a shift in my mindset of how I've been viewing things and change and changing that. And that's 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 happening. And so who knows what I'm excited about 2022 and the opportunities that I get. I call them opportunities to serve and grow while also getting the things that I know I'm worth. So I'm excited about that. Come on 2022. I'm excited about that. I love what you said about creating your own fun and experiences. I'm definitely putting more solo trips in my life. Um, I'm trying to do a family vacation with Caleb next year. So more fun, more creating more experiences. So let's go, let's do it. Like we have, we have to, like, you can't wait on, like, you got to do it for you. Um, Okay, so with all that is going up and the leveling on and the, the leveling up, excuse me, um, and if we're not learning, you know, Sierra's dance to level up, but we are still going to be leveling up, that means, yes, that's, that's it. I think that should be like a 2022 requirement. Um, that BB3 has to do the dance that Sierra did by the end of 2022. Um what does though self-care look like for you? What does it look like now? And then maybe how will you expand that in 2022? You know, as we continue to try to grow and level up and how will we stay balanced? And and I'm gonna let y'all go because I don't even know. <laughs> um, I think self-care is just a continuous journey and you get to define it for yourself. So for me, it's um so for me it's 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 continuing to make sure that I get my hair and my nails done because I, I like how I feel and how I look when I when I do it. Um, it's something I stuck in my budget this year. Um, Self-care for me looks like just making sure I'm taking walks, going down to the water because um, I love being by water, you know, so the river. Um, it's playing video games with my kid and, you know, for us, to, that's just to be our bonding time. Um, and then it's going to be some night he go to his grandma's house and I'm going to sit up here and watch movies or just fall asleep on the couch. Um, or be with but, hey, hey, listen, if that's in 2022, <laughs> hey, God, if you're listening, um, <laughs> you know, um, 20, but also self-care for me looks like paying more attention to my health um, because I am, you know, things are preventable. And so cooking more, that is part of my self-care is to um, just learn more rest, health more moderated recipes um, and cooking for myself because I feel better when I do have home cooked food and I take the time to nurture myself in that way um, and drink water, make sure I'm drinking my water. So I've learned to scale down self-care where it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing like, oh, you got to go get a massage or go to a spa. Those are good. Don't get me wrong. Those are good. But sometimes it's getting adequate sleep. So for me going to bed, um, drinking my water, um, time management, and, um, you know, making sure I'm keeping my planner adequate and things like that, that help keep stress levels down. So um, moving my body, stretching, you know, so for me, that is, um, and then being honest about my bandwidth, keeping my boundaries um, where they need to be and not moving the goalposts for other people. So really holding the line with boundaries um, because that is self-care. Uh, we don't think about it like that, but, but it is. And so um, when my gas tank is full, then I can pour into other people. 
Um, mine is, um, of course, most nights going to bed at 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I want to take, I do, I am starting to get my nails done. Um, also, I'm going to, you know, on my kid-free weekends, I'm going to try to go out, go out more. Um, that's, that's part of my self-care to go out and dance and have fun. Um, so I want to do that a lot. Yeah, do that a lot. I need to take, I really want to take an Afrobeats class. Like I need to know how to move my hips. I really yeah. do. I do. And then the, the health part, like Isis was saying, the, the walking, making sure I'm walking and exercising. I have a tendency to go hard, hard. And so I'm trying to keep a balance on what what can I maintain throughout my life is a lifestyle change versus trying to go hard and, you know, and I'm only able to keep that up three months. So, uh, so that part and, you know, of course, loving my baby, like loving on my baby, that's part of my self-care of making sure that she good and, you know, and, and spending that time and cherishing those moments that I have with her at this age. So um, that's part of mine. Okay. Um, since I really suck at self-care, I'm gonna take all the ones Isa said and I'm gonna add them to just my list. Like I'm gonna pretend like I said those no, things. No, ma'am. Um, then, um, because there were things like, I don't know, like even when it comes to mommy time, uh, I was talking with my therapist and I was like, okay, well, she asked me what I was going to do that day. So I know I love that we all have therapists. So um, yes, let's go to therapy. shout out to the black women therapists or not shout out to all therapists and then black women who are in therapy. How about that? Um, but um, I was getting excited because my son and I were going to watch a show because we still have like three shows that we watched together that we've been doing since he was like in elementary. And she was like, yeah, that's cool. But what you going to do for you? And I thought that that was like me shutting down and you know what I'm saying? Like that the show and she was, she, when she questioned it, it made me, it gave me pause. Like, um, like, is that, is that fair? But I do feel like, you know, I trust her assessments and her minds. And so like, it's like, yeah, um, I'm trying to work on even things that don't have anything but me in it. And that I think has been, more difficult to even find like i love writing right now i'm working on two book projects so writing has also become a task and not just mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like a release mm -hmm. um and i love that my 15 year old son and even my 18 year old son still love to hang out with me but that's still mommy time you know what i'm saying so it's mm -hmm. still so like i'm and then when i go out most of the time it is with um my son who is calling me um so just I guess that's what I'll be looking for in 2022 is trying to figure out what that looks like. One sec. Okay, so we're still recording. Um, all right, coworkers. Okay, so I'm gonna expand because she said, how will you expand that in 2022? Um, it's continuing to hold the line um, and maybe even going back and reworking them because I think a lot of times what happens is people feel like if they don't get it right the first time, they have to quit and it's like, no, you just rework it in a way that works for where you are now. Um, it doesn't mean that it goes away. 
And so, um, so again, for me, I know my health is priority. I've been working on my mental wellness. Um, I'm going to the doctor, um, you know, trying to find balance. So now I got to get this body together because I only get one and I got to take better care of it. So, um, the heaviest I've ever been. I've sat in the floor and I've cried about it, but that ain't how the weight leaves me. So <laughs> I got to get it's not actually a weight loss plan because I've been doing that one too. It's not to sit in the floor it's, one. Okay. It's, it's not to sit in the floor and cry about it. I, I got to, uh, I got to get moving. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I got to get moving. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I know. I know. I have been using that one as a plan. I have been really mm-hmm. using that one as yeah. a plan. Okay. Yeah, it don't work. It don't work. Um, it don't. That's just true. I hadn't seen any results. You know. That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So it's even just stretching, but um, mm-hmm. think you know definitely for 2022, just being mindful because we still in the midst of a panorama pandemic. Man. Uh, and that's exhausting in itself. So I think we just have to be mindful of our bandwidth, um, just as a collective. Um, and it's okay to say no. Like I can't show up for you like that today. Sorry. Oh, I want to add that I also learned in 2021, like real, like I, I feel like I've said it my whole life, but understood in 2021 that what God, what the God is, what the universe has for you is for you, and that is what's what's for you can't miss you. Um, whether unqualified, in you know, unable, whatever, like like if it's yours, it can't miss you. And it, that was a part of even that showing up scared that you know, like Tina was talking about. There were things this year that um, I thought to myself, there is no way that I am qualified enough to do this, or that my company should be even in this. You know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever. And as those things happen, and I got to watch myself grow or stretch and I rose to those occasions I thought to myself like obviously the universe knew things and trusted me in ways that I didn't so yeah that that's definitely something I learned that what's for me can't miss me and um and I'm and continuing to walk in it and even gifts because they will make room for you mm-hmm. and yeah. honoring those gifts like yeah being like when you cognizant and being aware of the gifts that you have like honoring right. that honoring what he what what she has given yeah that 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 really is like allowing those gifts to make room and entrusting those gifts has been honestly I, I learned that from teaching this fall and from relying on the two educators that I uh trust the most which is Tina Latrice and and Donald Donald Ray Booth um and to have the educators that I trust the most show up and support me while I was educating um and then even just feedback from the students where I could see their actual growth and learning. To know that I wasn't going to show up and do that because of my own imposter syndrome and other insecurities is like, I would have missed out on one of the uh, most amazing opportunities of my life and something that I had found so much love in. So most certainly showing up scared and trusting that what's for you came issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was writing that quote down. That's going out too. Um, was for you came this year. I love that. That's that's true. So, so, um, as we get ready to get out of here, let's. Uh, if you using three words or less, we talked about what twenty twenty one looked like. We talked about leveling up and even self care. But three words or less. What are your desires and hopes for yourself, society, whatever in twenty twenty two? 
Three words or less. Oh, that's a good one. So my desires for 2022. Um, keep walking. To trust myself. And to keep getting wisdom. Those are not three words, but cool. Okay. <laughs> She's right. Those are not three words. So I'm going to do it over. I'm going to do it over. <laughs> I'm going to do it over. She's right. But this is what we do. This is why this is the bullshit. That was the bullshit. Okay. So three words um, that, des that describe my hopes or desires in 2022. Um, let's see. And, and, I, and I wouldn't be me if I didn't say that that wasn't three words. Like, I, yeah, she would not be her. <laughs> at all. Oh, that described my hopes or desires. Um, I'm sorry, real quick. All right, Tina, you got three words. Three words. Um, let me see. Um, gosh, I gotta think. Let me think. I know. I thought, let me come back to it too. Um, My, upgrade. Oh, go ahead. Upgrade. Mm -hmm. Um, mindfulness and humble. Okay. Those three. Search. I mean, humbleness. Upgrade and mindfulness. Mindfulness. All right. I am. I am going with um, search and expose. Mm. Yeah, that is what I'm asking 2022 for. Oh man, these are great. Okay, so for 2022, 2022. Did I, is that what I said? That's 20. Yeah, okay. 20, 2022, um, romance, continued learning, that's one word, <laughs> romance, continued learning, and more transparency, more transparency. Okay, now let's, now let's discuss these, these, oh. Well, you have to give the three words first, and now we can discuss, you know what I'm saying, what that, like, what is, like, crosstalk, if you will. I want to know what does transparency look like? What does that mean for you in 2022? Yeah, see what we do. This is what we do. Um, this is what we do. <laughs> All right, so transparency for me looks like making sure that I'm questioning my why on why I'm doing, either doing the things that I do, accept the invitations that I accept. Um Basically, am I operating in authenticity? Um, mm. Is it making sure that it's not performative? Um, mm. And so that is what I mean by transparency. I want to be, I want clarification in all that I do to make sure that I am in alignment. So that's what I mean by transparency. So um, what's, what's understood does have to be explained. Hey, listen, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to get clear. Um, the other part, what did I say? Romance. Um, I am being open <laughs> to uh, dating and, and romantic connection. Um, that is something that has, like, really I've stayed away from in the past. Um, but I want to be loved out loud. And so I am, uh, you know, desiring romance. Are you open to BB3 co-workers uh, setting you up as well? 
hey, you know what? Let's go. 2022, <laughs> YOLO. Um, I will list my, because <laughs> I have a list. I, I do. I have a list. Um, so that there's that with romance, you know, so, you know, you don't close mouths, don't get fed. I'm not going to meet nobody sitting in the house um, and things like that. But uh, so there's that with romance. And then what's the other one that I said? Continue, continued learning. Um, that being stagnant is not an option. Um, and so whether it's through online seminars, more reading the books that I have and actually just reading the books that I've bought. Um, and then also being around people that are different from me and, you know, more seasoned people as well. So just being open-minded and that that's really my favorite way to learn um, is from others. So that's me breaking down my three for 2022. All right. Tina? Um, upgrade. I mean, upgrade in my mindset, um, in my thinking, in my finances um so that i want to do an upgrade in my home so it's just a whole lot of upgrades i want to make right um mindfulness being mindful and being in the present in the moment and living every day and living and being in every moment and being grateful so being mindful of my thoughts mindful of where I am and um I just want to be in the moment and not look at um things that could happen things that have happened and being in the moment of like this is this is happening whatever it is this is happening and I'm going to feel everything I feel whether that is happy sad joy I just want to be present in the moment with my friends, be present with my daughter, be present with my family, be present. So I mindfulness is one of those things of being aware of where I am mentally in that moment at all times. Um, what else? What was my other one? Humble. And that is um for all them awards you're gonna keep getting. Speak that. That always humbles me. That always humbles me. Um and it brings me back to what my purpose and my calling has always been and what I've always believed that God has placed in me. So to remain humble to the, in the fact that these things are happening, um, not just because of me, but because what's been placed in me and I have a responsibility to do what I know I'm supposed to do. And if I don't. The rocks will cry. The rocks will cry, but the people that I'm supposed to reach won't be reached. The people that's the people's lives is supposed to be changed. The children's lives that I'm, that's supposed to change won't change. If I. Yeah, I'm about to cry. Uh, let them tears go. Ain't nobody right. <laughs> let them tears go. Right. Let, let them go because I think, oh yeah. Now I was going to say what Tina, what just came to mind when Tina said that is we have some beautiful platforms, but we need to acknowledge what comes with these platforms. Mm -hmm. 
And like she stated, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, I won't reach the people that need it. And that's real. That's real, Tina. That That is real. Um, so I think it's okay to acknowledge that with these platforms, like it's great. You want a platform, you've got a platform, but I think it's, it's okay to acknowledge the responsibilities and sometimes the weight that comes with these platforms. Um, and that's why I said one of mine is transparency to make sure I'm always checking in with myself because it's easy to get caught up as well. So now Tina, that's, that's real, baby. If you go look into your flow, because <laughs> that's real. I think that that's, um, that's a mirror for me, especially in the sense that I do feel like I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And I believe that. I feel like, you know, I get called on to do those things and I feel like I'm effective in those things. And there are times where when I don't feel like I'm being productive, I feel like I'm dishonoring or letting that same gift down. Um, and that I'm that somehow the, the world is not going to be shifted or moved the way it was supposed to because of because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So I feel that there is part of me that has to acknowledge Yes, I've been given my gifts and my gifts will make room for me and that I am able to do the things that I do, but also that I am a whole person outside of my work, that if I do nothing else, that I have still been worthy of love and, and you know, what I'm saying everything else that I am and that finding that balance means that I can acknowledge that I have a purpose and that I have passion for that purpose. But without the fuel that is, I guess right now for me, live, laugh, love and whatever that looks like, I'm unable to fulfill that purpose because sometimes I can put that purpose above. You know what I mean? Like I just Everything think about the women that I value, like Shirley Chisholm and, and Fannie Lou Hammer and, um, you know, these these beautiful, amazing women that I want to make sure that I'm honoring and doing work Um and I think about this, like recently somebody put on social media a picture of Fannie Lou Hammer smiling and said that we need to see that more. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I have to remember that that's great that I have work to do, but there are also black women that need to see me having fun and Cardi B living my best life to know that life is hard. They're going to be Kyle Rittenhouse days. They're going to be Ahmaud Arbery days. And while there is work to do, there is still joy to have. And if I don't show both, if I don't show the, the happy and the struggle, which means I have to find it in order to be able to authentically show. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I we have all these, like, I was working on that, this engagement that we had. And Shirley Chisholm said that service is the rent that we pay for the privilege of living on earth. And then I thought to myself, my God, how exhausted she must have been. You know what I'm saying? And And like that exhaustion is so normal that you know what I mean like we I look up to her and I want to be like Shirley and I want to this and how much of myself am I willing to sacrifice in order to do that and then how much am I perpetuating that tired exhausted black woman when we post that there is no award for the overworked black woman of the year you know what I'm saying like finding the truth or the balance in that I think is a continuous struggle and something that I want to work with black women together like us collectively finding what that looks like for us so that our our passion and our productivity don't get so caught up in our personality and who we are that we lose that people don't have them pictures of us laughing i guess is what i'm saying you know what i'm saying yeah. that, that when we leave that people are able to show she laughed and she had fun and she did work you know 
Yeah. So, well, that is, um, that is our check-in. So we are, as always, three women, three perspectives, one podcast. We hope you have an amazing holiday break, coworkers, and we will see you in the new year.